Hello once again Pompey fans and welcome to another edition of the Pompey Podcast in association with the Fratton Faithful Facebook page. I am your host as ever Barry Clements and apologies I do have a stinking cold this week but I will plough through I promise because this week is a very special week we've got uh, Mr Sol Campbell is our guest. Four time FA Cup winner as you'll hear <laughs> in a moment but uh, obviously lifted the trophy for us back in 2008. Really appreciate Sol's time. Uh, it would be it's, it's a really interesting chat which we'll get pretty much straight into. Just want to remind you to follow us on Facebook at Pompey Podcast or at Fratton Faithful. You can follow us on Twitter at Pompey underscore podcast and make sure to subscribe on uh, either SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts because the Podcasts will be downloaded automatically for your, to your device, so you don't need to go looking for them, and it makes it so much easier for you. And uh, we have got some fantastic guests coming up that you're really going to enjoy. You know, the likes of Sol Campbell and you know Eric Eisner, as we've had on previously, and uh, we'll have more of a focus on the Pompey ladies as well. So, but like I say, we'll get straight into the chat with uh, with my chat with uh, Sol Campbell. This week, I'm joined by three-time FA Cup winner, two-time Premier League winner, League Cup winner. Four times, my apologies. Four times. I played one year. I didn't play the final, but I played every single game. You played one game that you do a FA Cup winner. You don't have to just play in the final to get an FA Cup winner. You can play, you know, the first round. My apologies. My apologies. Four times. That's what they've got to change. Four times. Thank you very much. Well, as you've already heard, it's uh, it's Mr. Sol Campbell. Sol, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I wanted to start with uh, obviously you joining you joining the club. You know, given everything you'd achieved with Arsenal and Tottenham, and being widely renowned as one of the best defenders in the country, how did you end up at Portsmouth Football Club? Well, I think for me, um, I left Arsenal, and I was originally going to see if I can get a club abroad, but that didn't materialise. Well, there was one hurdle, and it you know I nearly went to Juventus. Um, hierarchy said yes, and it was all go. And then the Champ, who was there at the time, he, he kind of scuppered the deal. And that's when uh, Juventus went down to Serie B. Mm. So that was you know almost almost done. So then you know I had another meeting uh, with some other clubs, but then uh, you know Harry came along. Um, actually started from. Um, Jamie and, uh, and and Frank Lampard just obviously talking about well what about <laughs> what about Portsmouth we can get in touch with you and um, it kind of went from there so I started talking had a conversation and uh, went from there. Oh, fair play. So, so would you say Harry was a big decision in in your decision to come to the South Coast? I think yeah because Harry you know he's a he's a great manager great man manager as well um, you know he. He, you know, he had a tradition, not tradition, but he had, you know, these older players, you know, players who have played around, you know, playing around the world and different, you know, high-class players that needed, you know, just needed a manager to kind of manage them and let them do their stuff on the pitch. He's very good at that, you know, you know finding those players who, who someone maybe think, oh, let's don't go for him. He, he had a great kind of art of, of, of kind of securing those kind of players, making them feel loved again, and, you know, getting amazing football out of them. And um, you, could do, you could roll the, roll the names of the players he's had over the time at Portsmouth. Yeah, very true. I mean, you know, as well as yourself, you've got players like Carnu and Paul Merson and, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the list goes on and on. It's, it's yeah. been well documented in the past that, you know, he would um, be quite lenient with the more senior players. Did you ever have that yourself? Was he ever more lenient with yourself with regards to training well, or anything? I, think, I don't think it's lenient. I think just understanding one's body. 
say someone who's played over 300 times at the top level doesn't necessarily need as much coaching as, a, as an 18 year old either I bet that was yeah, a, yeah you know how to kind of you know if you if you if you're coaching or you're or you're you're playing you know what you need you've done enough in in the training session if you need a little bit extra you do a little bit extra but it, for me it's a mental rest and a physical rest in between the games that you know that that is a big difference you know and also managing your body you make sure you're your Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, what were the um, what were the facilities like compared to what you were used to? <laughs> <laughs> going from going from Arsenal to to, to Portsmouth. Hot water's overrated, uh, so I've heard.
playing football and, and they kind of got on with it and I thought we just brought the players together you know it was good uh, for me it's okay to you know to say that because I had a different side mm. but then you know it, it's good to kind of you know have both sides and, and you know reminiscent of, of what you used to uh, surround yourself in the early days of football but I said you, you, everyone rolled their sleeves up everyone mucked in there was a good banter and that helped the banter um, the, the, the great kind of guys uh, working out together and good quality footballers as well so that kind of all the pluses um, kind of outweighed the you know the showers the, the training centre the training the actual pitches you know things like that obviously we've got too wet yet to train somewhere else so in the end I think it kind of trumped it yeah, I can and I can imagine for the younger guys seeing seeing someone like Sol Campbell or Carney just cracking on and and enjoying it, it must have been quite good for them as well. Um, what was it like playing in front of the Fratton crowd? The Fratton crowd, you know, incredible singing all the time. They're passionate about their team. Um, I really loved the whole kind of uh, family kind of way of, of the ground as well so for me and there's so many fantastic characters there and you know for me for them to see the type of players that started to go down there it must have been a dream really mm. you know even before me you know Harry used to attract some amazing players um, and you know they, they had a fantastic players to, to watch who, who maybe played around they played around the world some of them mm. and he, he just created that thing and, and for me the fans you know obviously loved that they, they, they kind of enjoyed having those type of players watching those type of players and the fans the, the, the great singing uh, the kind of singing to the end mm. uh, behind the team it was great it was fantastic atmosphere you know old you know very old kind of uh, ground you know the history um, it's probably you know one of the last grounds that hasn't really changed too much uh, other than maybe like I don't know Fulham that is, that is forced to keep its kind of uh, uh, um, stance so for me that that whole kind of nostalgic feel it, it, it's, it's very charming and, and a beautiful pitch as well the pitch is always in good you know you know for, for the for what it is it, it keeps its kind of um Consistency throughout the whole season, you know, it's a very good pitch there. Fantastic drainage there at the main at the main ground. Of course, yeah. And um, when when you were a, when you were an opposing player coming to Fratton Park for Arsenal, for example, was it ever an intimidating atmosphere for 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 the guys, or was it just part and parcel of the game? No, because of, obviously fanatical, and they're obviously one that puts the team to win. So you know, you, you, if you're not if you're not used to that type of raucous kind of uh, atmosphere, you can you can quite easily get put off. <laughs> I was used to that. I you know that kind of raucous you know you know the, the team the, the the home team you know um, trying to put you off your game and supporting the home team it's full on. So I I enjoy those kind of environments. They really hostile you have to kind of be on it um, I, you know that you know, that was food and drink for me to be honest that was food and drink for me um, so I love all that kind of I love the, the passion of football I love the occasion where people are up for their team you know supporting their team um, really kind of helping them if they're under the cost and really singing to kind of you know make sure they know the fans are with them and, and that's what Portsmouth is all about it's great kind of uh, support there uh, you know it's second to none there it's great 
Yeah, really is now. I appreciate that. Um, well, fans obviously really took to you, and I want to have a chat about the you know the two thousand seven two thousand eight season because you know how could we not? Um, you, you were made captain at the start of the season. W- were you expecting it? I wasn't expecting it, but you know, I I, I think Harry just saw you know obviously I've captained uh, a lot of sides uh, before, um, and I had that kind of upstanding. There was Dejan there as well. He was there. He was kind of in and out. He was the he was the main club captain, mm. uh, and um, you know. Obviously, you know, he in the end he, he he moved on. So, and I suppose there was Limboy as well. He was, you know, captain as well. So, for me, for me, for me I, I I I took it on. Uh, I think captain is a very um, special thing uh, to be bestowed on on the player. I think, but also you've got to understand the history and who's come before you being a captain. So, for me, you have to, you know, if you if you do come to a club and someone else has been club captain for a long time, I think it's just, you know, you've got to be dignified and you've got to be respectful for 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 to, to have that, you know. And I was always always um, never taking liberties of being a captain. Always uh, was appreciative and, and um, it's a great honour. Oh, that's good. And um, there, there were some absolutely massive names coming through the door, as you've already alluded to. You know, the likes of yourself, David James, Distan. Uh, Milan Barosh, Kranchka, the list could go on and on and on. Um, were there any red flags in your mind about the financial situation at that time, or did you not really think about no, it? No, no. Um, I didn't see that. I didn't see that coming, because I wasn't, I wasn't privy to all the meetings. Of course, I didn't see it yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people got burnt with it. Mm. Uh, a lot of people got let down. Um, so, you know, that's, that happens, doesn't it? It happens in big companies. Um, and sad to say, I think it will continue happening. Not as not as readily, but uh, the, the sad thing for me is that Portsmouth was in a good position. Mm. That's you know sometimes when this happens, you're not in a good position league wise and things like that, and kind of looking to push forward. That that window for me was an opportunity for Portsmouth to go and really cement themselves. In, in the Premier League mm. and that's the saddest thing about the collapse because it could have been so much better yeah I think I think you're I think you're spot on um, and, and you're right a lot of people were, were let down and a lot of people suffered you know financial loss you, you know yourself included um, yes the, a, a lot of fans at the time thought saw it as, as you bleeding bleeding the club dry which obviously we know wasn't the case are, are you prepared to well, you know, a lot of players, a lot of players, obviously, you know, yourself with, with the image rights, and there were a few others as well, well, there were quite a lot of others. Well, yeah, everyone, so it's not just me. No, 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 I'm not for one second saying it was. Are, are you are you prepared to set the record straight to those fans about what actually happened? Oh, I haven't been paid. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 of course, no, of course. I just, I just wanted to get your your take on it because, like I say, a lot of I, I just wanted to get your take on it because, like I say, a lot of um, a, lo- a lot of people have very split opinions. I think for me, like you know, listen, we um, you, you sign a contract, uh, you you expect it to be honoured. You do your side. That's what I'm saying. You know, when you look at it, it's this, right? 
when it started to kind of unravel, it wasn't me. I, I did I did everything perfect. Uh, in the league, great finish, blah, blah, blah. If it's run properly, this doesn't happen. When you look at the players who left and the money that came in, so if you look at, say, Glenn Johnson, Glenn Johnson came in at six mil, he left at eight and a half. The RR came in at five, he left at, he left at 21 and a half. Uh, Kanu, uh, I mean, uh, Defoe came in at 11, I think, and he got consoled for 16. Uh, um, uh, Crouchy, bit weird, he came for more and it, it, it went for less. That, that's a bit weird that Crenshaw came in for, I don't know, like two and a half, uh, even less than that, and he, he, he sold for five. He was in the, he was in the national team. He mm. should be going for eight and nine. So there's, there's kind of things that I'm not in control of some of the deals um, that was going out. And, and some of the players have gone for less money. I don't know if there's IU to the club they went to. So for me, if you add up all the money that came into the club, then I'm not in control of that. Of course, yeah. There's big money came into the club for some of the... If, if they look at the history and look at the balance books uh, and they look at what some players were bought for and what they went for, I'm not in control of that. No, Big no, money cool. came in and big money went missing. Um, you know, I had nothing to do with that. And if that was the case, if, if it was done properly and held, and some of, and people held, held their nerve in selling the players, like Cruncher, he should have he went for 10 million to Tottenham, mm. easily. He should have went for eight million or something like that. You know, Clarity, he's gone for let he bought him and we've got we've sold him for less money. You know, that's not right. Okay, Diara went oh yeah, and um we got Silly Matari. He came in for yeah. like eight. He went for like he went for, he went for like he came for eight or something like that. He went for thirteen and a half into Milan. Yeah. Big money came in. A lot of profits made on transfers, like you say. So I'm not in control of that. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Um, it was just some so serious I think that, mismanagement. I think that kind of settles my side uh, um, about players trying to bleed the club dry when the money came in. Yeah, because that much money so. wasn't dished out. That, that, that went missing. Exactly that. And at the end of the day, you just wanted what you were owed, which you know. Uh, I think a lot of a lot of the time. A lot of the time, I think football fans seem to forget that, you know, it, it is. If this had happened at their at their work, for example, and their company had gone bust and they weren't paid their wages, they wouldn't be they wouldn't be happy about it themselves. And I think people seem to forget that. Um, yeah, I think, and I, I, let it, I let it go. But if you just look at what money was made with the players over the say eighteen months before it all unravelled, mm. that was a lot, a lot of money. Mm. Yeah, it really was. And plus, you got the, then, and plus you got the parachute payments and things like that coming in. So, you know, if, if it was managed properly and people went for the proper price, sold for a proper price, to big clubs, most of them went to big clubs, you know, uh, like Kabul was, oh, he went back to Tottenham and things like that, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, um, these kind of deals should have been done properly at the, and the players should have been sold at a proper price. Mm, yeah, yes, he yeah. might have not covered all the debt, but it would have gone a long way of cutting some of the debt. Big time. It wasn't managed properly. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, well, we'll get back to, to happier topics. <laughs> um, mm. Obviously, legendary cup run. Uh, obviously, only conceding one goal the whole time, which you know is a credit to the whole team. Um, Redknapp famously threw his golf clubs when hearing we drawn United. Um, what, what was your reaction to, to hearing we got United? Do you know what? Do you know what? A, a FA Cup is all about the draws, and um, 
you know, I think we we went recently to I think it was even two three weeks before, and I think we lost like three or four nil mm. uh, against Man United in the league. That was ten and years ago today, funny enough. That loss in the league was ten years ago today. Was yeah, that was free kick? Uh, I think I think it was only two. It was that Ronaldo free kick, but they absolutely two, tore okay. us apart. But you sure it was only two? Yeah, I, I think so. I'd have to look it up, but I, pro- I, I think. But anyway, so. so we kind of lost. And then, yeah. And you're thinking, oh my god, you know, if we've got a home tie, we've got a chance. It's away, you know, FA Cup, you know, and you know, it's a it's a it's a tall order, you know. It's um it's tough. Mm. You're thinking Man United, they're a fantastic, strong team. Oh, but it's the FA Cup. You just never know. <laughs> and, that's the be- and that's the beautiful thing about the FA Cup. The beautiful thing about the FA Cup. Not that it, it, it incorporates everybody who's kind of, you know, properly uh, certified. And you can, you know, start from grassroots all the way up if you can get through all the rounds. But that is the magic of the FA Cup. Isn't it? You know, that kind of... Well, it was a giant killing, but it was kind of a giant killing because we weren't expected to kind of get through that round in the quarterfinals because they, they, they didn't even want they didn't even want to return tickets to Portsmouth. Therefore, this game is going to be done today. Mm. You know, this game, you know, I remember talking to some of the guys. They were saying, well, by the way, I don't think we're going to go for a replay. We don't need the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we played like giants. We, everybody... We played an amazing game. It was it was tough with back to the walls and some unbelievable kind of defending. Mm. Um, I, you know, I, I, I was doing my stuff. This man was doing the, the whole back line, the keeper. Um, you know, it's just... I remember I had to do... You know, I think... Was it Tevez? Was it Tevez playing? Yeah, and Tevez he, was in. And, and I think Rooney... And I, I looked up and I said, God, it's a break. I think I ran about 50 metres, 50 metres uh, to get back. And um, I think Rooney was going to go round the keeper. Mm. And I said to myself, okay, I'm going to jump over David James. Because if I go around, I will be too late. If I follow uh, Rooney's run, he'll still be in front of me. So I took the chance, and I, just, as he, I knew he wanted to roll it in. He wanted to kind of just get round him and just nice, easy. Mm. So I said, right, you know, I ran, jumped over him, got a touch, and then I think, um, who was it? Johnson was on the line and turned over the bar. Yeah. And those kind of things are, they stick in your mind. Um, you know, I said to myself, this is an amazing team. We took our chances we rode our luck a little bit and that's the FA Cup and then we got the penalty and that was great to kind of finish it off you know Rio was in goal as well so and for me you know seven, you know, the, the, the kind of theatre of dreams and beating them at their own um, stadium mm. FA Cup thinking you know they, they were thinking that this game was done before it even started you know I started I started to cry because I was so emotional emotionally kind of attached to the game that everyone is everybody said they we weren't going to win and we won and that for me you know is one of the emotional kind of times you know crying in a tunnel because I was just the, the, the relief and the adulation and the, the whole kind of the moment was just kind of 
so special that you have to kind of, you know, in the end, just cry because you're just so emotionally kind of drained and, and pulled apart through the game you've played and the occasion and people doubting you that you're not going to win the game uh, because you lost you lost quite easily, you know, three weeks or four weeks before. Um, you know, it was it was a special kind of result for us, and I I'm never going to forget that game. It was so special. There were so many heroic and giants out there playing, uh, and and that's the beauty of the FA Cup. You know, I, I honestly winning beating them there was just incredible for me. It really was. You know, I, I just remember it now. It's such a special game, and I you know, and you know that's, that's what I love about it. You know, it, it wells me up because it was it was a tough game, and we had to dig in. I don't think people realise how difficult it is to win the FA Cup. Mm. You know, when we when you look at how many people have won the FA Cup outside the top four or top six, and it's not many, not many, not many teams. There's a few that's Wigan and things like that, blah blah blah, but there's not many. No, not many at all. Not many at all. And it, you know, it's so hard even to just get to the final. Like I mean, you look at Everton a few years ago, and then they obviously fall at the final hurdle. It's so difficult to do, um, especially in the later rounds because the big boys start taking it seriously, don't they? And that's that's yeah. that was the best thing about it. And and you're quite right. Every single Pompey player played their part that day and really dug their heels in. It was a, for me. It was a proper Pompey performance. Just so much hard work and, and you all should be commended work. on that <laughs> <laughs> it was it was bloody hard work <laughs> <laughs> you sometimes have to ride the luck a little bit but oh my god it was hard work but then you dig in you dig in and those are the games you dig in and you learn from that as a as a player and I used to I learned a lot from that game from me personally the people around me I learned a lot you know and that's how you grow as a as a human being that's how you grow as a footballer as well mm. I mean the man and I camaraderie that you mentioned earlier played a factor in that game you know you, you, you were all a proper team how, how, how big of a factor was it do you think Um, under the cosh, you know that that type of stuff. You need that. Mm. 
and, and that's what it's all about the kind of togetherness and that makes a big difference that makes a you know that extra run uh, that extra five metre run to kind of cover your mate and things like that and you know he's going to cover you or someone else is going to cover you that's what it's all about mm. you need that and that makes great teams you, without that you're not going to win anything Exactly, exactly. That. Well, you heard it here first, Pompey fans. Uh, the cold showers was why we won the FA Cup. Uh, <laughs> so, um, obviously, it was a it was a huge deal for us to to win the FA Cup. And you've already alluded to you know how much hard work it was. How much pride did you have, you know, being the captain to lift the FA Cup for us for the first time in you know almost seventy years? The honour I felt was just incredible. Um, Privileged. Um, I full of emotion. Um, mm. I was totally kind of bowled over. I, you know, you 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 look at the, the old FA Cups and the captains walking up and and lifting the uh, the cup. Um, I just felt so honoured and privileged that I was there uh, lifting the cup as a captain for Portsmouth and. Um, you know, I'm never going to forget that. It's it's something that will stay. It will stay with me for the rest of my life because it was a great honour. Um, you know, and obviously through all the games and things like that, uh, it, it's just you know it, it, you can't even describe the feeling. I was you know I was just welling up with emotion. Um, I you know I, it, it's such a privileged position because you know it doesn't happen every year. Some people have missed out winning the FA Cup. I missed out from one of my FA Cups. You know, played all around and missed out because I was suspended. You know, some guys play FA Cup, get injured in the FA Cup, things like that, and they mm. and, and their team lose and things like that. Blah blah blah. You know, it, it, you know, and but to be a captain to lift, being a winning captain, it's it's a great honour for me to be a part of Portsmouth. Um, you know, I, I can't describe how I, how I feel because it's such a special thing that mm. I'll never forget. I really will never forget. It's, it really is. Of course, yeah, and you know, you, you, it's fair to say you've had a few open top bus parades in your time. Um, where would you say the one on Not South? Two hundred fifty thousand people. <laughs> there a lot of people turned up from South Sea and Portsmouth and things like that. You know, that that's what the FA Cup means to to a lot of people. Um, and the teams that have not won it, you know, that's what it means to the community. It really does. I mean, that probably really pulled the community together. You know. Um, in a kind of a sporting sense, but just an emotional, just a, you know, outpouring. You know, that 250,000 people across the whole day, uh, you, you, just can't, you can't imagine it. Mm. It's incredible. It really is. Um, I'm never going to forget that day. I'm never going to forget the guys, how it felt. I mean, winning is great, you know, um, um, but winning that FA Cup is so special. It really is. Um, especially with the teams that don't usually win it. Course, yeah. I bet Herman Haridison will forget it though, with the amount of beer ingested at times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Top man, no top man. No top man. Yeah. Um. Well, we'll, we'll move on to to you know life life as it is at the moment. So you you mentioned that you want to get into you know coaching and management, and you've done all your badges and what have you. Um. Are, are you any closer to to securing a coaching gig at the moment? No, not yet. Um. for a job, took my name out of it and put, right, um, 
But some guy, he wants to manage your team. Mm. He's won the Premiership twice. Uh, he's won the FA Cup four times. He's uh, he went for a whole season, part of the whole season that that team didn't get, didn't lose one game in the in the Premier in the Premier League. Um, he's been voted twice World Cup uh, team player and one European Cup team player for his country. Um, he's uh, competed on six consecutive uh, tournaments for his country. Uh, he's got various PFA awards of teams. Uh, would you like to have an interview? Because we'd love to manage your team. Do you think most people would say, you know what, you had an interview? I think as soon as my name goes on there, it's like uh, there's almost, almost a blockage. If you put that in front of someone, anyone, someone, I said, oh, yeah, let's have a talk with this guy. This guy looks unbelievable. Mm. And it's, it, it, really, it really does baffle me that sometimes that since my name's there, it just gets a, a blockage. Um, a kind of thing that I, I, I cannot comprehend and understand why I can't get a, an interview in a club. You know, um, I've seen other guys who not had nowhere near my career, uh, you know, had three, four jobs and sacked three, four times. Um, and I say to myself, well, I've not even got one job to get sacked from. You know, I'm not. I, I want to. I want to start off low. I want to pass on my knowledge. I want to kind of, you know, I'm, I'm a winner. I'm desperately to show my talent. I'm one of the greatest minds in in football and strategy and, and uh, organising things because I had to do that as a defender and strategise how to defend and and what, choose the right moments and things like that. I don't want to pass it on to players. I want to pass it on to defenders. I want to make defend. I want to. I want to make defenders into great defenders. I know I can. If I get, I can tell them what to do with midfielders and things like that, and the team. I want to put. It, it, for me, not to have a job in football is a travesty, really. You know, for me, a quality kind of person that is renowned around the world, who can easily manage a team, it can't even get a team in a lower league. He's not asking for hardly any money, and he just wants to work and build his career, and at the same time make your make that individual team successful. I, I, I can't understand. Some people have to start looking beyond and, and see what kind of talent I can bring to them. And uh, I don't mind getting my hands dirty. I've been, I'm from the streets. I'm a street footballer. I'm born with, I'm born with you know, hardly anything in my, in my pocket mm. other, than, other than life and, and trying to educate myself and things like that. You know, I can go back to kind of, you know, in a, in a, in a part-time team or, you know, League One, League Two. I can do that. And I will show them how, what kind of guy I am, a, a good guy who's been through a hell of a lot of things and come out at the other end. I'm a family man. I, I want to work in this industry. I, I have passion for football. And I can't understand why someone can't see that. And they don't want to even sit down and have a conversation with me about the club. You know, I'm a, I'm a great guy. And once they see me in the system, they, they know I'm a good guy. Yes, I know what I want. I'm sometimes vocal. But, you know, it's, I'm vocal because I just want the right things and do the right things. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you want someone who can be disciplined in their team and make sure the players are properly disciplined and, you know, they, they, they are, they're doing the things what you want them to do and you're teaching and you're moving them forward. I, I can do all that. And the mental side with different kind of characters and things like that, I've been through every single thing. I've understood, I understand, you know, people, you know, from different backgrounds, uh, different mentalities and things like that, and I, I, I can cope with that. So all those attributes I've got, knowledge in football, and like, you know, you know, I, I know how to, you know, systems, I know sometimes you've got to go rose and I know sometimes you've got to, you've got to play.
managing their team. Because uh, some players, have, some teams have tried A, B, C, you know, back to Z and done A, B, C again, and 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 their club goes backwards and sideways. I just can't understand what what is it taking for them to say, give so let's get someone out for an interview. We've, we've tried every single thing. Mm. I just don't understand it. And my record should be my record crosses the world. There's not many players who have done my career. Yes, some people won the World Cup and things like that. But, you know, player-wise, football-wise, I'm up there with the greats. And there's not many English players can say that. No, very, very and true. I don't understand why it's, just, it's almost a loss to football in this country that I can't even work in this country. Well, yeah, I, complete, I completely agree. I do completely agree. It is, uh, like you say, someone with your record it shouldn't... Uh, Shouldn't take much to to get a job. It's certainly in the lower leagues, you know, it, 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 I don't understand it. I really don't. Um, do, do you have any any idea as to why it might be? I don't know. Who knows? It's difficult. It I think it's difficult. just like yeah, you have got to have the right agent and things like that. But still, you know, some people yeah, you've got to, you know right time, right place. But still, I'm still having problems. Just you know, just starting out. You know, just give me a job and see. You give everyone else a job and it, for six months it doesn't work out, you sack them. Well, give me a job for six months and see see what I can do. You know, that's all I'm asking for. You know, I'm not even asking for much money. I just want to start. I want to start, but I don't want a charity case because I'm a winner. Mm. I'm just, a winner. You just want... I will work out that league very quickly. And that's how I am. I'm, I work things out very, very quickly. I learn rapid I, mean, I can learn very quickly and I would work that league out whatever league I'm in I'll work it out very very quickly and what I need to win because that's how I am I work things out and I win and I want players who can do that as well Let's and if I can't if I haven't got the money to I'll make sure I put enough information to these players to move them up another level because you, you can always move a player up another level. You, there's always a little ten percent left or fifteen percent left that they can, you know, can, you know, they're not. I don't think most most players are, 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 are at their maximum. There's always a little bit there they can step it up and then move there. And then you move that hundred percent. They're hundred percent there, but you move it. They could, they think they're in hundred percent, but I said no, no, you're not hundred percent there. There's another ten, fifteen percent left in there, and that's what I can do. And I don't understand why. You know, I, I can't even get a sniff. A sniff? I know football inside out. Mm. It's like unbelievable. It, it, I find it difficult, you know, to, to believe that... Well, not to believe, sorry, but I find it impossible that you're not getting anything. You know, even even something in youth football, like Steven Gerrard's done, it, 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 it baffles me. Lucky cause he, he stayed at home, um, you know, and it, it worked well for him. But he, he's you know, he's, he's there to build up. Whether he wants to, you know, take a job and move somewhere to, to really start, that's another thing. But at least he's, got, he's started to build started to kind of train and get a regular, you know, three, four days a week, you know, on the pitch. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not even getting that. I don't know if people are scared that they might take their jobs, but who knows? But I'm just there, I, you know, I'm there to build. I'm there to build. Mm. <laughs> and and that's my point, you know, Steve, Stephen Gerrard's got a, you know, a foot in the door. So I find it weird that, you know, you haven't had something similar. You know, you, you were at Arsenal for... You know, so many years and and won so much with them. It, it, I I I can't believe that 
nothing's come from you know someone like Arsenal to say look you know come come and coach the under 18s hopefully it'll get you a foot in the door and then you can go and manage you know a, a, a full time club it's uh, it's, no, it's a really I'm, odd one. I'm suffering here you know I'm suffering here in the sense that you know even even you know I'm thinking you know my confidence is uh, you start saying to your confidence that what is going on I've got all this talent and no one wants to tap into it it's... that's the tough thing for me yeah, that, I can imagine. You know, people don't want to tap into the reservoir of knowledge I have and the drive I've got to drive their team on. You know, and, and I, I can talk to the hierarchy, I can talk to the tea lady. You know, that's the kind of pie, you know, I was back in the days. You know, I'm from a, I'm from a normal background, East London background, rough and ready, um, but gentleman at the same time. I mean, you know, that's it's a perfect kind of, you know, I've been, I've seen, I've played around the world, I, I've been in all sorts of scenarios, I know how to win, I've been knocked down, I've caught back up, you know, I, you know, I'm, you know, I have a family here, things like that, I, I just don't understand what, what is it, what does it take for me to kind of get a chance, get a sniff, get an opportunity somewhere, where is it? I can't find it, you know, it's almost been forced to look abroad even, to, to see if I can start something. You know, that's how desperate I am to even look abroad to kind of look, see if I can start something. You know, that, that'll put pressure on my family, but I'm, I'm willing to look at that to even start abroad. Mm. That's how desperate I am to, to, to start, to see if, if I can do it. I'm not even having a chance to see if I can do it or not do it. That's exactly the that's exactly the issue. You're just not getting the foot in the door, are you, to be able to show whether or not. Yeah, all right. Like you say, give it six months and clubs are sacking managers, but you're not even getting that six months. So, well, I really, I really hope you do get it, Sol, because like you say, you're you're a you're a winner, and it, all it's going to take is for one chairman to see it, and and hopefully it will it will snowball from there. But I really do, I really do hope you get it. I really do. Thank you. Um, we'll we'll, fin- we'll finish up this week as we always do with some quick fire questions. Um, the best player you've played with? At, Port- at Portsmouth. Uh, well, it, well, the first ones ever, and the second ones at Portsmouth. Uh, oh, best player ever. Um, I think probably all round, probably Thierry, all round here on me. Best player I played with at uh, Portsmouth, I would say, is. Um, I would say. Do you know what? I would say. Oh, it's a bit difficult this one. <laughs> it, it really is. No, do you know what? I think if I think Nico Concha was really, really good. Um. You know, there's other players, you know, uh, you know, you've got Canu played and, um, you know, David James played in goal and things like that. Um, they, you know, Defoe came came along, mm. uh, Crowley came along, um, Andy Cole came along and things like that. Um, but I think the best player who I thought would go on uh, had, the, had the attributes but didn't fulfil his, his talent was Nico Crenshaw. I think he was an excellent player and just missed the boat. Mm. Seriously underrated for me. Seriously underrated. Yeah. <coughs> I think if he had a little bit more luck, I think he'd have done better at Tottenham. It's just, for some reason, it's just, you know, he had everything. He had, he had everything there and it just didn't, 
didn't move on. Either a couple of injuries, um, you know, he had everything. He had long-ranging shooting, cross-ball kind of, you know, um, yeah, I think he, he, he was one of the best players I, I definitely played at Portsmouth and, and also just missed out from, from greatness mm. as well. No, I completely agree. I completely agree. What about the uh, best manager you played for? Best manager I played for, um, I think for me, I, I look at the best manager, not what I won with them, mm. but what they did to me. Um, and I think the guys who, when I first started at Tottenham, uh, uh, Steve Perman and Ozzy Ardenas, they were great for me as a young player. They were really, really, really good for me. I really enjoyed that. Uh, they helped me. They saw I was a good player. I worked hard. I did extra things, you know, going back after training, things like that. They would watch me um, and they'd say, do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. And they, those two were you know, Tottenham kind of legends through and through. Um, and they really appreciated my my football ability and, and, and being young. And I really, I think those two guys were really good for me growing up as as. Um, as a young player finding his feet uh, going forward it's nice to hear a player of your stature you some, uh, mentioned people that actually helped them when they were becoming a brilliant player as opposed to someone as you say who, who would just say that it's who, who they won the most with so that's, that's, that's quite refreshing to hear to be fair um, favourite ground you played in favourite ground I played in I would say um, uh, you know I love the old Highbury uh, yeah. Obviously, I love uh, you know I love you know Manchester United. Um, I love Aston, Aston Villa as well Cause I, I, because the you know I love Aston Villa because it's always a decent flat pitch and it was a big pitch as well. Um, Man United is big as well, and Anfield. So those kind of pitches I really really enjoy playing. Cool. So yeah. Well, the the last one is uh, is almost impossible to answer, but off the top of your head, your career highlight. It's a phenomenal career, so it really is. Listen, I really appreciate you joining us on our on our little fan made podcast. It really does mean a lot to us. It was it was it was absolutely fantastic. I really appreciate it, so thank you. Thank you very much, and um, let me know how it all goes. Brilliant, I will do. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers, Sol. A huge thank you to Sol Campbell for giving us so much time this afternoon and, uh, you know, talking about his time with the club and, and also his career. And we genuinely do wish he gets a job in coaching. Um, you know, he, he does deserve it, to be completely honest. But that'll do us for this week, Pompey fans. Uh, as I say, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Pompey Podcast and at Pompey underscore podcast, respectively. Someone took the at Pompey Podcast Twitter page, which was really frustrating. Um, also, follow us on SoundCloud and uh, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts as well. And we will see you next week. <laughs>